1: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show. This
2: is the Rob Carson Show, and today is the day Trump is uh, turning himself into authorities. In uh, New York, we've got all of the uh, sights and sounds associated with that. The uh, the trial, that is a uh, another yet another kangaroo court happening in uh, what was a, uh, at one point, a... Uh Representative Republic, and uh, we will change it back we will we will change it back uh, I've got a lot of things uh, that I want to share with you, including a monologue that I wrote just a moment ago uh, uh, in the last hour or so uh, and it's very rarely that I uh, read a prepared written monologue and the reason I did is I wanted to make sure that I get to uh, the points that I want to get to on this incredibly historical day and it is a, a historical day and not because necessarily uh, what is happening in New York, although it is uh, obviously the, uh, the most historic thing, but also what I predict will be the historic turnaround of our country, that this will be the moment that it does. But I do want to start off on a, a slightly lighter note if you uh, if you don't mind because uh, I don't know if you heard about this but uh, Bud light Bud light decided they were gonna feature a transgendered psychotic person named Dylan Mulvaney who literally uh, has made fun and derided women for the last 365 days and uh, literally is giving like tips on what sort of pad to use for your period and uh, how to wear your hair and all this and and uh, and he's been invited to the White House the White House to Speak. And, and uh, Kamala Harris literally made a hero out of this buffoon. And then uh, Bud Light, uh, a brand that most people grow out of after college because, uh, well, I guess it kind of makes sense that Bud Light would have Dylan Mulvaney as a, a spokesperson because it has been uh, it has been identifying as a good beer for as long as it's been around. Uh, I'll never get a Bud Light endorsement, so I don't really care. Uh, Bud Light is something for college students who don't know any better. Nothing against you college students, but honestly, dear God in heaven, Find a better beer, and and I mentioned this today because. My buddy Chris Plant, and I have had Chris Plant in my home many many times he's a friend he's a syndicated uh, talk show host and and I've had him in my house and, and one of his uh, long standing uh, parts of, of what he is is that he enjoys a crisp bud light a bottle of bud light every once in a while and this morning uh, this is the and I'm, I'm using this as a metaphor for all of the nonsense that's going all of the woke nonsense uh, going on in our in our culture and our society today but Chris Plant said last night he Gave up his Bud Light and drank a yingling. Uh, which is a, a real good beer. It's real good. It's real good. It's a good beer. It's the it's the first brewery in America, which also has some, I guess, uh, foundational principles associated with history and all that. So he went from Bud Light to uh, Yingling because Bud Light has decided to uh, light a candle on the altar of Woke. And, uh, and consequently, Jim Gossett put together a wonderful commercial for the new
1: Bud Light. Here it is. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Here's to you, Mr. Soon-to-be-fired marketing executive, you hire trans activist Dylan Mulvaney as your spokesperson? You know that she's a man. Your boneheaded move infuriated Bud Light drinkers. It went over like a job application at a Biden rally. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> hey, yeah. genius, maybe you should stick to selling beer instead of trying to promote your woke politics. Your arguments just don't hold water. But those 12-ounce cans do. Yeah, it tastes Here's like it. to you, Mr marketing genius. I wouldn't be surprised if you get the pink slip. It will fit him perfectly.
2: There you go. So that is uh, brand new and and uh, Bud Light, Bud Light, Budweiser. I've been on the brewery tour in uh, in uh, uh, St. Louis in Soulard, a little area down there. I went on the brewery tour, and I'm not even a big Budweiser fan. I mean, Budweiser's okay. Bud Light, oh dear God. Uh, but anyway, Bud Light, and uh, and I even had a, a sample of Budweiser at the end of the tu- tour, and I and I was proud of the Cly- Clydesdales and everything. And to me, uh, Bud Light, uh, you know, they they an American beverage, uh, Budweiser. Budweiser, an American beverage. Uh, here comes the king. Here comes the big number one. Boom, 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 bum Budweiser beer. The beer is second to none. See, my dad. Uh, made, we watch television a lot. I was a latchkey kid, so I know all the jingles. Uh, that said, uh, Bud Light has decided to again light a candle at the altar of woke. And and here's the amazing thing: uh, you now can just say no. There you go. That's that's how you do it. <clears throat> you you can say no to all of this. You can say uh, uh, no to all the woke BS. You can say no to the mainstream media. You can say no to uh, big social media. You can say no to the Democrat Party. <clears throat> you, can, you can say no to rhinos and the Republican Party. You can not just be an engine of taxation and production for a bunch of people in Washington, D.C. who uh, take your money and divvy it up to all their friends. It's an amazing thing, the power of no. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and read... The monologue that I prepared for today, and here's the number, by the way, it's 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680, Those who deride our country at its founding do not appreciate the sacrifice it has taken to remain free. They do not have any respect for those who fought and died. They hate our military. They defunded our police. They burned our cities. The left has called us, of all colors, White supremacist, MAGA fascist, Joe Biden declared all of us enemies of the state. The state appears to be our enemy. The abuses and usurpations our country and its citizens have endured over the last decade make the founders' grievances against the crown pale by comparison. We stand during the National Anthem. We say the Pledge of Allegiance. We know God is the only higher power we answer to, and we know we are in a battle between good and evil. This is not about Democrat or Republican, because evil exists in both parties. This is about good and evil. Evil has cast a pall over our elections. It has taken away our right of freedom of expression, religion, and to be able to redress our grievances against the government. We support those who protest. And while we believe kneeling during the national anthem is disrespectful, we endure it. But now, rather than focus on a spoiled, entitled child, let's focus on the 65,000 other people in the stadium who stand and weep with joy and reverence and remain silent. We have have, and uh, always have had the power of no. No to CRT, no to sexualization of our kids, no to the sexual mutilation of them as well, <clears throat> no to DEI, no to an open border, no to a fake war in another land where billions are being spent and tens of thousands of mothers' sons are killed in a battle that could be easily remedied, no to World War III, no to a political class that enriches itself while we suffer as in East Palestine. No to Joe Biden, his filthy, corrupt, and awful family. No to the mainstream media that has literally chosen to be the voice of the state in a country that has the First Amendment. No to gaslighting. No to those who would attempt to castigate our most sacred beliefs. No to abortion on demand until birth. No to another generation of black kids who have to suffer in pathetic schools run by Democrat unions who only serve themselves. No to pay for play. No to bank bailouts. No to massive government debt. that will destroy our kids and grandkids. No to this incredible and historical Stalinist attempt to stop Donald Trump. No to Democrats who'd driven their families into the ground, their cities into the ground. No to 108,000 drug overdoses, 75% on fentanyl, with the largest group increase in those 12 to 18 years old. No to the FBI, DHS, CDC, HHS, NIH, IRS, CIA, and every government agency that has been weaponized against the people to silence or persecute them. No to the illegal incarceration of the January 6th prisoners. No to the illegal elections, electioneering vote and campaign mules. No to a media that ignores the glaring facts and turns them against us for saying the truth. The only way we can save this country is to come together, both liberal and conservative, Democrat and Republican. We can iron out our differences, but we cannot and will not accept the Marxist fundamental change that is happening to America. Those who support it are not our friends. They cannot be negotiated or reasoned with. They simply must be derided and defeated They must be told, no. And with that, I play
3: this. Remember that nothing worth doing is ever easy. You'll have bad moments. You gotta love what you're doing. And if you don't, just do something else. Keep standing up always for your values. Keep loving your country. And one of the most important things, never ever quit never quit then ask yourself what imprint will you leave in the sands of history What will future Americans say we did in our brief time right here on earth did we take risks did we dare to defy expectations did we challenge Accepted wisdom and take on established systems. In my short time in Washington, I've seen firsthand how the system is broken. A small group of failed voices who think they know everything and understand everyone want to tell everybody else how to live and what to do and how to think. But you are. Going to let other people tell you what you believe, especially when you know that you're right. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. I know that each of you will do what is right, not what is the easy way, and that you will be true to yourself and your country and your beliefs. Remember this, nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack courage or the guts or the stamina to take it and to do it. It's called The Road Less
2: travel. a great man once said a house divided cannot stand america will not fall on my watch or our watch We may break during the broadcast today to go live to New York when Donald Trump speaks. Tonight on Newsmax Television, Donald Trump will speak. Tonight at 8.15 Eastern Standard Time, I'm asking you to turn off all of the mainstream media. They only exist to lie and to propagate the message of the state. Watch Newsmax tonight back on DirecTV at Channel 349 and send a signal to those in power and in media that we're done. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
4: The D.C. Swamp has divided us. It's time to come together to fight for America as founded. It's The Rob Carson Show
2: it is the Rob Carson show and to uh, to celebrate the turning around of this country I'm going to go buy a six-pack of Bud Light and tar- just just pour it down the toilet, which is what I'd do anyway, by the way. I literally, I, I moved once with Bud Light in the fridge because I won't touch it because it's such a terrible beer. And now, uh, you know, I hope that you, uh, you say, eh, no, no I'm kind of done with uh, Bud Light, honestly. You're much, there are much better uh, beers out there that I could drink and stop wasting my time on, uh, on that. Uh, yesterday I played a, uh, <clears throat> a piece of audio from Rush Limbaugh. And uh, what I didn't realize is that it was from his last day on the air. And uh, I had spoken to uh, James Golden, a.k.a. uh, Bo Snurdly, not long after Rush died. And I asked uh, Bo if he knew that his last show was going to be his last show. And he didn't. Rush did not know that he would not be able to go back on the air the very next day. And so, as he always did, and and as many of you fans of Rush Limbaugh know, you waited and you remember where you were when a historical event happened and what Rush Limbaugh said about it. I remember it when Ronald Reagan sent Rush Limbaugh a letter saying that he would be leaving the public eye <clears throat> as he faced Alzheimer's. I remember Rush Limbaugh, what he said the day after 9-11, and I will not forget what he had to say on his final day on the air about Donald Trump.
5: I know they desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They believe that they can can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. You made him stronger. Congratulations to the
2: left. You made him more than a person. You made Donald Trump more than a person. You made Donald Trump a metaphor for saving our country. Congratulations. The giant is awake. Awake in ways you will never know. This is Eric Trump talking about the love that he's receiving and his family are receiving since this sickening Marxist indictment. Justice. And and guys, I have to tell you, people in this country understand
5: it. I was on a plane, I was on a commercial flight when when this whole indictment broke. People were coming up to me giving
4: me hugs. The support is unbelievable out there because people understand that we've literally become a banana republic that they've they've made a mockery out of our our legal system in this mm. country.
2: You did it. Let's go to Kevin in Baltimore. Kevin, welcome to the Rob Carson show. What's on your mind today?
6: Hey, Rob. Um yeah, I just was uh, I listen to your show all the time in, in the cars. I'm driving around, and I really enjoy it. I, I just wanted to say a shout out. You were talking about people that fought and died, and uh, you know, I had an uncle and my wife's father, my father-in-law, was at D-Day. Uh, he was in Second Ranger Battalion and went up Pointe du Hoc, which was considered the most risky, uh, uh, impossible mission of uh, D-Day, and then he went through and, and fought through Europe. And, and um, basically, there's he, he appears in a couple of books, um, Beyond Valor and Dog Company. Uh, you've, uh, his, he's mentioned in an A and E video uh, about Hill 400, which was a, a, a little known but a battle uh, for Germany. But anyway, I just wanted to thank you because you know I had a guy the other day, <laughs> an employer, uh, a fellow employee of mine. I don't know. I said something. It was June 6th at the time. And I I said something about D-Day and, and uh, he looked at me and said, yeah, he was doing exactly what Antifa was doing. And I got to tell you, I I had to bite my lip and I had to walk away because I wanted to beat the hell out of him to, to compare what Antifa did to what he did. His company lost everybody on Hill 400 except fewer than 12 men survived. They were told to hold the hill at all costs, and they did. And to have someone of that mindset equate the two uh, really infuriated me. But thank you for letting me uh, say that.
2: You bet, bet, Kevin. Thanks for the call. We have to hold the hill, by the way. And those who do not want to defend the country as founded, uh, get the hell out of the way. Because we are not going to take it anymore. We're not going to take this nonsense anymore. We have to turn the country from nonsense back to common sense. This country has been the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind and despots have hated it since day one. And we, quite simply, will act as previous generations and defend her. Take a break. The number 800 6680 This is the Rob Carson Show. Somebody live. Chris Carter from Newsmax. Next in New York. European American Armory Corp, or EAA Corp, specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably-priced firearms to the U.S. since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols. Whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full size in three popular calibers. If you're a first time gun owner, EAA Corp's all in one 9mm MC9 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes the MC312 series of 12 gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There is a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today at
5: EAA Corp.
2: EAA Corp says get the quality firearm you have always wanted and save yourself a lot of hard-earned money. Visit eaacorp.com. Corp.com. That's EAA Corp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. It is a Rob Carson show. By the way, a column from uh, Alan Dershowitz, who's a liberal says that Alvin Braheg should face up to five years in prison as the Trump indictment begins to backfire. One of the reasons being is that uh, we're not supposed to know that there were 34 charges. That's a leak. That's against the law. That's what Democrats do. We'll hear from Alina Haba, uh, attorney to President Trump, in a few, and then also a, uh, a warning from the mayor of New York. Don't bring violence to our violent city. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite uh, correspondents on Newsmax is Mike Carter. He knows I've told him, and he's on the Newsmax hotline. He's in the heart of Manhattan right now, uh, near uh, where everything is happening. Mike, welcome to the show, man. How are you today?
4: Hey, Rob. I hope you can hear me okay. We're battling satellite trucks, protesters. Uh, it is a beautiful day in Manhattan. You uh, <laughs> would know that they all the ends of the universe are here in lower Manhattan, outside the Manhattan Criminal Courthouse right now. Uh, if it wasn't for the, oh, I would say 500 or so protesters, supporters, police officers, and uh, media from around the world that is uh, eagerly anticipating the former president of the United States to make his way down from Trump Tower uh, here in the next hour or so. Um, you know, Rob, the update from the ground is uh, this crowd that's been in the park across the street from the Manhattan Criminal Courthouse Continuing to grow all morning, started with just a handful of people around 9 a.m. Now you got several hundred people, uh, both Trump supporters and protesters now. They're being separated by a uh, dividing gate. The NYPD kind of doing its best to keep any kind of trouble at bay. But, uh, you know, it's a vocal crowd. It's been peaceful so far. Everyone here is hoping that maintains
2: uh is there anybody there uh that would appear to be uh lean toward antifa kind of uh leanings wearing a mask uh, wearing black is there any type of uh of movement there because uh, we've seen them infiltrate trump crowds starting with donald trump when he was running for president i remember that uh any any sign of that right now
4: yeah you know i'll be honest with you no but with an addendum to that rob last uh week or two weeks ago when we were last down here um, after the indictment, or last week I should say, uh, you did have several people who were dressed in Trump apparel who were clearly uh, not Donald Trump supporters, wearing yeah. Second Amendment hats, uh, you know, MAGA shirts, and then you start talking to these people, and then they start spinning you a narrative that is uh, anything but America first. And you could tell that I don't know who they're with, uh, whether I... <laughs> I can't guess, speculate on that, but uh, there are definitely agents uh, that have been surrounding this case, uh, posing uh, as characters that uh, they really aren't. Seeing.
2: Um, what is the mood from Trump supporters? What are they saying to you? Are they angry? Are they hopeful? Are they uh, what? What is that? What are you hearing from uh, those who have shown up to support the president?
4: Yeah, I mean, I've talked to a few of them. Over the last uh, week or so, ever since this indictment came down, a lot of it, Rob, is that they feel that like this only helps Donald Trump in the long run, that this kind of uh, put Donald Trump uh, in the, the sights of not only Trump supporters, but anyone who is slated to maybe vote for a Ron DeSantis or uh, anybody yeah. else who's respectively running for president. Uh, this is, you heard it from uh, Rick Renell this past yeah. week, who's called for all other candidates in the GOP to drop out of this race and have the Republican Party rally behind Donald Trump. Talk to a number of people who say, you know, I was on the border. I don't know if I was going to vote for him in '24, uh, But this has really solidified their vote. And we've got a lot of that here uh, today. I'm looking at one sign uh, of a protester here, a Donald Trump supporters saying, Donald Trump didn't start any wars. Of course, you have a lot of MAGA flags out uh, here. Uh, you know, there is a... Uh, I would say a hope of optimism here in the crowd that even though this indictment, this arraignment is going down today, uh, the story of Donald Trump's America First movement is far from over.
2: Now, Mike, you uh, you live in New York, and you are very close to uh, the, you know, Manhattan, obviously, uh, Newsmax HQ is there. Uh, and you've seen the city decline. Uh, were you, I'm not sure if you were there for COVID, but you've seen the city decline. Uh, uh, you know, crime is rampant, people being shoved in front of subways, the smell of weed everywhere, people, homeless people camping out in ATM vestibules, uh, people urinating on the sidewalk. Does this... Uh, do do the people who live there? Uh, do you are, are they uh, are they angry that Alvin Bragg would focus on something that has zero impact on their day to day lives, rather than the crime and the the disintegration of civil society in New York?
4: Uh, in short order, Rob. No, <laughs> I think okay. uh, you have a lot of folks in the city who uh, you know largely live in a, uh, a liberal bubble. They don't see anything outside of. They see everything outside of New York City as being uh, a, another world completely. I mean, New York uh, itself, and then Manhattan in particular, is yeah. a world unto itself. Um, these folks, and I. This is my second time living in New York City. I moved back uh, lived here from 20, 2008 to 2014, uh, when it was when it truly was the safest safe city in America. Uh, moved back in 2019, and once COVID hit, I was here through the entire pandemic, Rob, and, you know, this city kind of shut down. Really, I mean, you talked about the city that never sleeps. New York went to sleep for a good year and a half during COVID. Uh, And ever since that time, through the de Blasio administration, on through Eric Adams administration, uh, it's a daily occurrence where you wake up to the news of someone either being pushed on a subway track, someone being uh, knifed in a, a public space. You know, these are stories that Growing up, you know, you, you, you hear about these things happening back in the, the 70s and the 80s and when yeah. New York was, you know, really gritty before it uh, became Disney-fied. Uh, you know, Times Square yeah. became uh, a, a place where tourists wanted to go and there were prostitutes. Yeah. Uh, that that was the old New York. But that yeah. old New York has made a comeback, Rob, and it, it's here to stay. But unfortunately, the people who live here, uh, they seem to be gluttons for punishment. Uh, it's this indictment of Donald Trump uh, was however it needs to go down, was a means to an end simply to get Donald Trump in whatever way uh, they see fit.
2: I guess they like going to Dwayne Reed Pharmacies and having to have three people unlock their freaking toothbrushes. Uh, It is uh, a little bit ridiculous, to be honest. Uh, Do we have an idea when Donald Trump will be arriving? Is he going to make a statement right before? I've, I've heard that he could make a statement. We'll be, of course, covering it live on Newsmax. What do you know?
4: Yeah, he is expected to arrive. He's the arraignment is supposed to take place at two fifteen Eastern time, Rob. So we're looking at a little, about an hour and a half from now. Yeah. So the president should be arriving within the hour. He is slated to speak to media both before the arraignment uh, in the hallway uh, at the courthouse and after the arraignment. And of course, later tonight, after he's done with this arraignment, he's flying back to Mar-a-Lago, and he'll give a primetime speech just after eight o'clock Eastern, which you can also catch. Very good,
2: Mike. I I really appreciate your work. Uh, I think you're an outstanding uh, reporter, and uh, and I just think you know. Not mean to just blow wind up here, you know. But uh, but I do uh, respect what you do for Newsmax, and I'm so well, glad that you're on the Newsmax team.
4: I'm white, kid. I'm a white woman. I appreciate it, Rob. Well, who's yelling in your
2: background there? What's that?
4: One of, one of the uh, liberal protesters who, who is yeah. coming up to me right now. Uh, yeah tell him Rob Carson it, said shut tell him uh, tell him you tell him you said Rob Carson and, uh, I, you'll probably catch this interview on YouTube later on as I wrap up with you as all the all phone right, Mike
2: phones uh, tell him right. that Rob Carson told him to shut the hell up and go home how about that now I'll do it personally uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike god bless you bro thanks for the phone call I appreciate Rob, it. thank you. There you go. You got an idiot, an idiot uh, you know, harassing Mike Carter. You know what? You, you've been doing this. The left has been doing this for a while, uh, you know, harassing us, yelling at us, saying what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong. And honestly, shut your mouth. Tired of your nonsense, to be quite honest. Tired of your nonsense. And this is the icing on the cake. Today is the icing on the cake. My uh, my friend Chris Plant, I've been talking a lot about Chris Plant. He gave up Bud Light, by the way. Uh, he's been drinking Bud Light. For, he, he, he drank a Yingling. I mean, honestly, uh, this wokeism has literally made Chris Plant drink a good beer. That's a big deal. But you realize, he mentioned this morning, El Chapo, the, the uh, supreme drug lord uh, of Central America, ten counts against him this prosecutor came up with 34 counts against donald trump enough is enough this is alina Habba. she is a, a trump attorney and uh here she is talking about uh, president trump and how he's feeling
0: he's uh he's in good spirits honestly he's as he normally would be he's ready to go in and and do what he needs to do tomorrow and um he was just himself. I, I, I'm, I'm really just so proud of him. He, he was himself.
2: Hey, would you guys, would you guys like to hear Don Lemon get kicked, uh, figuratively kicked in the, in the, you know, twigs and berries by Alina Habba? Would you like to hear that? Okay, kids, let's go ahead and listen to Don Lemon try to take on Alina Haba about the illegality of leaking to the press the 34 charges. That's illegal, you see. It should result in Alvin Bragg going to jail. Former president and do you, do the
1: legal team, uh, do they, the unsealing of the document, do you support that? Does he support that?
0: What, I mean, I, th- I think it will happen no matter what. I would like to see what the basis is for this. Let's remember that the real crime here that we have is that D.A. Bragg did leak that there were 30 to 34 counts. We already know that that in itself is a felony. You are yeah. not to yeah. let that go. So uh, at this point, I mean, and, and I like everybody Alina, in this country to be the, treated the, the same no matter who you
2: we, we don't know if, if the D.A. leaked that information. That is speculation.
0: Well, we don't have that information, so... Well, it's not speculation. We don't have the information. There you so go. It came from their office.
2: Yeah, yeah there you go. So the, uh, the defense doesn't have the information. The only way that the, uh, the public would know about it and the press would know about it is if it were leaked. And that's illegal. Far-left District Attorney Albert Bragg could face up to five years in prison if he's responsible for leaking the 45th president and leading 2024 presidential candidate Donald Trump's frivolous indictment. this according to Alan Dershowitz. It is, un- it is likely that a serious felony has been committed right under the district attorney Alvin Bragg's nose, and he is not investigating it. Under New York law, it is a felony to leak confidential grand jury information, such as whether the jurors voted to indict. The protection of secrecy is, an applicable, is as applicable to President Trump as it is to anyone else. Oh, and by the way, they did the same thing with the Roe v. Wade decision, and they couldn't find the person who did it. Isn't that amazing? It is possible, of course, that an investigation is underway, but it seems more likely Mr. Bragg is too busy making up a crime against the man he promised in his campaign to get than investigating a real crime that took place on his watch. And if that isn't third world enough, someone leaked the news of Donald Trump's grand jury indictment to the media. This according to Tucker Carlson. Now that in itself is a crime under the law in New York. In fact, as much bigger crime than those under which Donald Trump is being charged. Bragg is only allowed to discuss to the public that trump's indictment has been issued but this is the way uh this is what we have to deal with and and it's time to fight back it's time to rally republican ags and da's to go after democrats why the hell not donald trump said you know what let's do vote harvesting if they're going to harvest votes let's harvest votes how about this how about republicans campaign on democrats they're going to take down You like that? How about that? How about a Republican, uh, somebody who's running for AG or DA, says that Nancy Pelosi, uh, I'm going after Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I don't have a crime right now, but we will find something. I want to do this. Vote for me, and this will happen, because that's what's happened in New York. Alvin Bragg said the same thing, and Letitia James, the uh, the AG for the state of New York, did the same thing.
0: Listen. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president we need to focus on donald trump we need to follow his money what is fueling my soul right now is trump this illegitimate
3: president i look forward to going into the office of attorney general every day suing him and then going home
2: yeah uh no no Coming up, what uh, Trump is expected to do this morning. Your phone calls are welcome at 800 922 6680. Oh, and another poll that shows uh, Ron DeSantis is disappearing from the radar. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't
4: changed. It's The Rob Carson Show. Show.
2: Yesterday I played you audio from Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis at least had the uh, courage to speak out against what is happening against Donald Trump. Nikki Haley, however, is a rhino. And you can vote for Nikki Haley. That's your business. But she was at the border yesterday. And uh, she is, by the way, a, a Bush-Romney uh, Republican. Uh, he is; a, She is a Ronna McDaniel Republican. And uh, here is what she had to say about the border. And she would not even mention Donald Trump's name.
0: Because this is what the border was and it actually did a pretty good job keeping people over. This is the wall of the last administration and you can see it got bigger and it got Okay.
2: The the wall of the last gener or, or last administration. That's what Nikki Haley said in this uh, unprecedented historical day in American history that should have everyone, Republican, Democrat going, "What the hell?" But Nikki Haley chooses to go down to the wall and say another administration. That's all I got to say about Nikki Haley at this point. Uh, MTG is in town, by the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's insane! No, 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 she's not. No, she's just been painted that way. Uh, you know, she says some things that are, uh, well, she likes to stir the pot. Let me just put it that way. She likes to stir the pot a little bit. And, uh, and Eric Adams, the doofus who has presided over uh, a dramatic increase in uh, crime in New York City, uh, continuing the failed policies of the Worst mayor in New York history, Bill de Blasio. Here he is yesterday firing a warning shot over MTG. Uh, don't bring your violence to the city that I've
7: made violent. Maybe some rabble rousers thinking about coming to our city tomorrow. Our message is clear and simple control yourselves.
2: By the way, uh, just a real quick note uh, this man gives hope to stupid people that they can uh, be voted into positions of power and authority so if you are stupid uh clearly this should be one of your heroes
7: new york city is our home not a playground for your misplaced anger we are the safest large city in america because we respect the rule of law in New York City. Yeah,
2: you do. Sure you do. With Alvin Bragg as your DA, you do. Yeah. you. No, you don't.
7: And although we have no specific threats, people like my... Yeah, because
2: we don't make threats. Uh, conservatives don't make threats of violence. We don't partake in violence. We only uh, get goaded into it uh, or we get infiltrated like Antifa has done since Donald Trump Ran for president.
7: Terry Taylor Greene, who is known to spread mis- misinformation and hate speech. Uh, no, no, she doesn't. She stated she's coming to town. You While you're in town, be yep. on your best behavior. As always, we will not allow violence or vandalism of any kind.
2: Only if you are uh, vandalizing and you're a Black Lives Matter protester or uh, a member of Antifa or you just want to shoplift. You know, there you go.
7: And... If one is caught participating in any act of violence, they will be arrested and held accountable, no matter
2: who you are. Unlike what we did in the summer of 2020 with Antifa and uh, with Black Lives Matter. What a complete moron. Here is uh, Donald Trump talking to Hannah the other day on why he is doing
3: what he is doing. I give all that up to make this next run why because i think our country is dead we're a failing nation and i think we're going to fail completely we're a nation in decline i said i use the term it's a horrible term
2: yeah i want to play this now before we go to break from jim gossett
1: do you hear the people sing singing a song of donald trump indict him at your peril and next year you'll get thumped alvin bragg's a left-wing hack he's a soros financed punk on power mr bragg is surely drunk are we still america or is this a third world state where you're allowed to prosecute the people that you hate. We must stop them all before, before it's, it's too late. late. Do you hear the people scream? Stop this insanity. Concocting lame indictments, cause Trump's your enemy. It proves that you're afraid, or afraid of Donald Trump, cause when he's you're all
3: done. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. I am your retribution. I am your retribution. You got
2: it. There you go. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. This is the Rob
0: Carson show. Like the show, you can help by subscribing and leaving a 5-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free.
6: News breaks every minute, every day.